Worldwide, welcome everybody to the Wheel Deal podcast, powered by Underdog Sports NASCAR Edition. We are back for uh, our midweek podcast with some racing coming. We've got our usuals with uh, Greg and John and Santa's little helper. So we are uh, excited to get up and running here once again this week. Deprecation. Yes. That's very Good, uh, good race in Atlanta. We got uh, Martinsville coming up, and uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a pretty cool Wednesday, I think. Uh, hopefully, the weather holds off. Uh, that's been the, one of the biggest obstacles so far has been Mother Nature, and uh, we'll see how we look for tomorrow. Speaking of that, man, I'm telling you, tomorrow's race is gonna get postponed to Thursday. I've looked at the weather forecast; it's terrible. It's like 80% thunderstorms tomorrow night. So, uh, yep. We get fit again, but we have a little bit of latitude. It's like, what's the difference between a Wednesday night race and a Thursday night race? Well, I like to drink more on Thursdays, anyways. I like I like to drink more on Thursdays, anyways. So I really don't give a shit. So I'm good. Yeah, but... And remember, boys, weekends are for race cars. Yeah. I, yeah, I just I just want to not race in Martinsville. I don't give a shit what night of the week it is. It could be Sunday night. I don't care. Right. But not race in Martinsville. And dude, everybody, race. everybody that I know that enjoys NASCAR has been begging for a not race at Martinsville. Absolutely. Yeah. I was really worried. So the first thing I looked at when I saw the race was probably going to get postponed on Wednesday night. I was like, please, God, don't tell me that there's going to be an open window on Thursday afternoon. Yep. With rain on Thursday night. That they had to run the race on Thursday afternoon. No, it's actually it's it's rain till about three, and then like still a little bit of a chance Thursday night. But I honestly, there's no way they run Thursday day, and the only chance they have is Thursday night. So I think you know I think we're good because uh, I'm the same boat, man. That that track under the lights is going to be electric. Can I can I ask you guys though, especially the two of you guys? So what was the last time that we had lights at Martinsville? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, was it a big deal or was it not a big deal? Well, both the last two times we were at Martinsville under the lights, it was a big deal. Yeah, for sure. I'm telling you guys, it was it was exciting. That was nice that race ends under the lights for like the last two or three years, and it's been awesome with nightfall coming to, to have. Imagine the, the whole there. race being like Awesome. That. I know. Dude, it's gonna be so dude, I I think this race could be another Bristol night race. I yeah. Honestly, I like I love night racing in general, but a Bristol night race, but at Martinsville, like it's just going to be so awesome. I can't wait. It's it's so popular. It's it was one of the uh, pre-release uh, perks for NASCAR Four was you got the Martinsville night race as part of nice. the pre-release. That's yeah, that's bad. The fans want this thing. It's it's even translated over into the you know digital realm. So it's nice. uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to make uh, some good racing. It hasn't. You know, we've been starting kind of mid-afternoon, running into the nights, but it's going to be nice to have a bona fide night race and, and see, you know, it's it's almost an even playing field when it comes to the drivers because it's been so long. So yeah. the car adjustments, the, you know, the, the strategy, pit strategy, you know, what how the car is going to react to the track, how the track's going to react, it's, it's all going to be different. And for something like, you know, that short track and that speed, it's it's going to be really fun, really fun. I wish we were able to get a little qualifying on it, a little practice on it, because that would have been fun to watch too. Yeah, it's going to be chaotic, man. I'm telling you, Bristol was a little crazy because no practice. Oh, yeah. Tracking, though. We What's that? Go we got to go back to Sunday. Yeah, man. No. Stage one was crazy. Yeah. 
Well, you know, and let's and let's start off with uh, Kurt Busch with that with that penalty, and then the way he just marched right back through the field like he was only they, they, they would won the race. I, I really think he would. No, I think Car- I think Harvick would have run the race. Um, yeah. By the time Kurt finally got into the top ten, he leveled off, um, and he didn't really make up any ground. He had a chance to, and he really didn't. Like he, I don't know if it was tire eat up, and and he just wasted his car. But there, there could be an argument where you know he had to eat his car up so much during the race. And Atlanta is a tough track, it's five hundred miles. Well, it's hard on tires. I mean, you remember? You your, I mean, you push your car that hard. Um, eventually, you know, it, it's going to have some fall-off. Speaking of fall-off, Jesus Christ, Clint Boyer's tires, man, they were about to fall off his damn car. Three well, times right. he I lost the credit. I could not believe that. Well, I mean, yeah. look at that. Wait, and, and shout out to Fox for their beautiful tire animation and Larry Mack with his planer on the tire there during stage one. Jeez, like, great. come on. She's great. Come on, man. <laughs> but, yeah, he was thinking of that. That last caution came out, or he would have uh, – he would have lost one because when they popped that tire off for that last caution and then showed it, shit, there's no way he could have made it a couple more laps. No, he'd have been done. He'd have been done. That, well, then then, then like, he went and shredded another one after that and ended up like going a couple laps down. I couldn't believe that. He had a good car, too. That was a shame. He's having some bad luck this season. Yeah. He was clearly hauling the corn, that's for sure. Yeah. I feel I feel like Fox, though, and, and this might just be being biased, but I feel like Fox – has really pushed Clint Boyer this this first half of this season, of dude. They'll be Clint Boyer can be two laps down, and they're still pushing on Clint Boyer's car. Well, because he's he's seven. popular. I mean, he well, and he, also, and he, uh, nah, dude. There's there's probably fifteen more popular drivers. Than Clint Listen, he's funny. I get, it. but there's a lot more popular drivers. They're pushing him because he is the next seat that's yeah. going for Fox. I'm telling you. You think, you, no gonna, you think he's going to fill in for DW? Do what? Yeah. You think he's going to oh, take yeah. the, the DW yeah. spot? A hundred percent. And I'm telling you, they've already released it because every time that – dude, there could be a, a race for first and second, and they're going to be like, well, Clint Boyer's battling a tire issue, and he's battling for 13th and 14th. Dude, they don't yeah, care. Check Clint. I don't, stop. I don't give a shit. They're, yeah. they're, they're pushing him, and that's fine. Because oh, yeah. Boyer, to be honest with you, is their money maker right now. Oh yeah, yeah. he's yeah, their so, money maker. So I'll tell you, it uh, looks like uh, at one point, with twenty to go in stage one, Harvick had a twelve-second lead on third place. Yeah, that is just straight domination, man. That's Atlanta. That's Atlanta. But then it's a boring racetrack, man. Yeah, but I, then I, I know it's it's funny where we waited so long to get back to racing, and it's like. You almost kind of forget about that. Now we're a couple of races back, and now it's you know we're already ah oh, man, what a boring racetrack that was. Yeah. But Atlanta, it's hard. It's hard to argue otherwise when right. you know the, the, that track is set up and people are out by twelve seconds. You know, it's they you know they pull away unless they have a tire go down. You know, or like Jimmy was a couple of weeks ago when he was uh, you know leading for the stage and and loses something there. It they just pull away and they sail away. And, uh, you know, we brought this up kind of early on in the season. It's it's a boring race unless your driver's the one out front. So Well, yeah, yeah you're right. I never had that issue because I'm a Custer fan, dude. I just, I just yeah, watch 20th through 25th. Y'all got to worry about it. You know, so so Atlanta is the, is the prototypical, we don't need to have 500 miles anymore at this racetrack track. Some tracks, I can still argue 500 miles, especially the short tracks, because, like, Bristol is, like, 
Yeah. Let me quick laps. It's, it's fine. It's fine to have 500 laps because it's over be too soon if you if you have 400. <clears throat> but you know some of the other tracks, all the other 1.5 miles, they're all 400 miles for a reason, um, because you know, it, yeah, it, it needs to be a 400 mile race. But, you know, dear dear Goodyear, did you notice in the in the Xfinity race and in the in the Cup race, the tires were crap. Like y'all, come on, man! You know this compound. You should have a better compound for that track. I'm yeah, sorry. You know, Jeremy, gotta... you know, honestly, Jeremy made a post this week, and I think it was about tire. Yeah, you know, tire, tire wars. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, man. If they would bring that back, and people could, because teams could commit to one one tire manufacturer or the other. Mm-hmm. Dude, well, it would make a whole even difference. if they, it, in the way they would have to test that is if they started them in like the trucks. You know, or, yeah, or one of those. Do. They should start below and then, then move their way up. Because I'm pretty sure Arca runs on Hoosier, don't they? Yeah. No, General Tire. General, right? General Tire. It general? It's General Tire. Hmm? Well, yeah, it's one of their main. It's one of their main. It's one of their main sponsors. Oh well, that yeah. makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, it's one of their main sponsors. Um, most short tracks, like like sprint cars, like World of Outlaws, they run on yeah. Hoosier. Well, that's all. That's all we drove. That's all. That's all we ran at our short track was was Hoosier. We had a Hoosier tire distributor that came to our track every week, and we bought tires from him. Right. So. Do you think that it would make that much of a difference, though? Like, uh, you know, like, I don't say know. Stuart Haas, say Stuart Haas was running Hoosier, and then you had uh, Hendrick running Goodyear, and then you had Joe Gibbs running uh, General Tire. I mean, or what if? Or what if they said, okay, if you drive a then, car, yeah, you Joe Gibbs would totally run Pirelli. I'm sorry. Maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, Le Francais. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> Look, I don't give a shit what what. No, sorry, Le he's not winning. Yeah, well, don't start that shit, dude. Listen, we're early in the season. <laughs> Kyle Busch still going. He's still listen. 2017. Sing me a song, baby. Sing me a song. Come on, come on, come on. Kyle, Let me hear it. Kyle Busch was 2017 was 10 races in, had not won a race yet. You know how many races he won that year though. Five spirit fingers. You see that? Count. So I'm gonna tell you a little little short story there. How many how many races Chase Elliott won in his career now? Seven or eight? Seven. Uh, he won one this year for you, buddy. I know. Seven, seven though, seven though. Hey man. Yeah, but, yeah, but he don't have he don't have he don't have eighteen years in NASCAR yeah. either. I mean, come on. Kyle man. Bush still Do you know how many races Kyle Bush had when he was twenty five years old? Eight. I did the math. Eight. I don't give a damn. Chase, Chase also is not going to have the crap. Kyle's the better driver. Chase Every is the better person. I, I'm not going <laughs> to argue that. I'm not going to argue that. Kyle's, dude, Kyle's, Kyle has an act, right? There's a reason that I don't let my kids watch after race interviews after Kyle Bush. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll be honest. like that sometimes. Do I argue that he's not the best wheel man in NASCAR? 100%. I don't give a damn. This is another. This is a modern day Dale Earnhardt Sr. versus Dale Jarrett argument. I agree. Or you know, because you've got the replace Dale Jarrett. Okay, sure. Either way, or or Rusty or hell, Bill Elliott. Don't don't rest. Get Rusty out of there. Well, actually, Rusty was kind of a dick too, but uh, even in real life, I met the guy once. Um, I gotta tell you, but. You know, that's what NASCAR needs. They need the storyline. NASCAR is like the WWE. You're like, you got to have the storylines. you got to have the heroes. you got to have the villains. Because if you don't, sport, no one wants to watch it. Every sport has that. Every sport has, 
has the outspoken guy. Like, yeah. it, it just runs his mouth. Like, Terrell Owens, right? Like, but, but, guys, I mean, like, as much as you want to say that about running your mouth, Kyle has slowed it down, man. And, and yes. I'm going to point out, dude, last the last race, uh, was it the last truck race? Or no, it was the last. No, it was it was the last race on Sunday. He had a great interview, man. I mean, like, I was very thrown back as even as a fan, I was thrown back that he uh, he was happy with second, man, because he knew that team was struggling right now. Second, well, here's really the thing, I, you know. Well, I'll tell you, I think Kyle is right on the cusp, and and I'll tell you later where I think he's going to win at. Um, it rhymes with Mark Martin. Um, I just think that it's going to take. Something clicking on that team. I don't know what's not clicking, but something's just off. No, it's close now. They've had three really good races in a row now. I think I think it's imminent. <clears throat> Homestead. Homestead. It's him and True. No. It's him and True X both. It's not even just. It's not. It's him and True X. Well, True X won. True X won the stage. So I don't know, man. He won first. Twice. Stage. Two stages. Stage. Yeah. Two stages. Yeah. He won two. Yeah, Bush was Bush was second in stage one. So. But that was also Truex's first stage win of 2020, so let's not, yeah, you know. And well, let's go into it right now. Let's go, Martinsville. Right. We well, got let's it. finish Atlanta. Well, I guess finish Atlanta. Atlanta. I mean, you know, the rest of it was kind of boring. I mean, it was just. But hey, what about the what about especially, especially the free race? Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I, oh, first of all, I just uh, one one quick thing. I, I want to applaud NASCAR for for um, inclusivity and and. And you know, touching on subjects that, frankly, NASCAR doesn't really touch on very much, and um, it's things that need to be said right now. Uh, I'm not going to go beyond that. I'm not going to go into too much detail about you know how far they went with with it. But uh, I applaud I applaud their efforts. Um, the sport needs to show um, you know how they feel about it, you know outside activities in the world. Um, it, I don't think it was political. Um, I honestly think it's just Show of love, show of faith with with all of humanity, and that's it. We'll stop there. We'll stop there. But I I do want to say one thing um, as far as post-race goes. For anybody who doesn't believe that NASCAR drivers aren't freaking athletes, I I challenge you to watch any of those guys. And I'm not talking about Bubba Fainton. I'm talking about just the amount of sweat that those guys are pouring off coming out of those cars. Atlanta was a tough race. There's a reason why they run this race in February. Yeah, because Atlanta gets hot, Atlanta, in the summer, and it's, it's not the seventh level of hell hot. Yeah, I mean, five hundred miles at a at a grueling track that has heavy tire wear. That car is hot. Those tire those drivers were tired, and um, not one of them came out sweating like an ass. Um, Jimmy Johnson, man, I saw a post about him with uh, his heart rate monitor. Dude, he maxed out at one hundred and seventy one beats per minute. That's yeah. like. That's like heart attack level for all of us. Like that's terrible. Like that's well, that, being, that being see, spoke about. Don't tell me these guys aren't fit as hell. His freaking in car camera. You can see he's fighting that wheel the whole way around that track. Like I, I don't think you can drive straight Atlanta. I don't think you really can. So something we didn't even discuss. All, all race. So, yeah, all race. Squirrely. Core of the joy. Core of the joy. Posted his uh, heart rate monitor and like he was, it was pretty rough after the race. He lost a lot of weight. Yep. Denny Hamlin made a comment. Listen, I respect Denny Hamlin more than I do a lot of drivers, but for him to sit there and tell Corey LaJoy, like, hey, it's not about what how fast your car is, it's about how in shape you are, bullshit. Listen, I'm a Toyota I'm a Toyota fan to the day I die. But I'm telling you right now, 
Denny Hamlin drove a Toyota his whole entire freaking career, and that's bullshit. He's not had to grind his way from where he, he started at. Right. Or Joy's doing exactly what his daddy did. And, dude, it's not even the fact that he's done what his daddy did. Corey LaJoy has tried to race his way up to the, the ranks. And it's not right for Denny Hamlin to sit there and call his ass out like that. And listen, hey, but- I get drunk, and I and I drink a lot. And I, I truly think after the race, Denny Hamlin might have had a few beers. And then he was like, on Twitter, and he was like, oh, well, well, maybe just for a second. I'm going I'm to talk shit to Corey LaJoy. I think Denny drinks and he, like, picks out people he's going to talk shit to. Hey, speaking of Corey LaJoy, that. man, did you see his his new face car for the next race? Oh, <laughs> he's got a mask on. Dude, they have good cars for him, man. That, that Scooby-Doo car at Martinsville last year was yeah. on point. I love it. I, I wish I could find a diecast for that thing. I would they have that one. I, I've seen it. They have. I can't find it. I just don't well, I can tell I just, you in my I mean, back. Plan B. I can tell you guys get Denny's argument, though. I mean, like, I don't understand. The best thing to do is have another driver throw water in your face. It just clears you right up. Does it, Bowman? Does it really? Does it it, it set you straight? Yep. Anytime you're having a medical emergency, just have one of your other fellow drivers just throw water on you. I just, it, you know. You know, and and that's why I'm glad this (laughs) podcast, we're not filmed in the same room because right now I would throw this water bottle at you. You probably would. You're damn right I I would. I'm not worried. Yeah, well, I'll just you know all you do is just lob it because you're so low to the ground it'll hit you in the head. Yeah, it would be underhand like a uh, you know old uh, yeah. shot. Yeah, grand yeah. shot, man. I thought that was like probably. I mean, like hundred percent. I thought that was probably one of the dirtiest things that's been done. But I, I don't think that could have happened this week. You know, nope. Ryan Newman, even Ryan Newman himself was really freaking dehydrated. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if y'all saw it. It, it kind of. I mean, you had the Bubba interview. And Bubba, dude, I ain't gonna lie, I was worried about it, dude. His eyes were like rolling in the back. Of yeah, the that did not look good, man. I tell you from a medical standpoint. Well, but but they, they faced the camera to Newman, and Newman, man, he was throwing Coke bottles and was like, give me another one. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know why somebody would be asking for Coke in the middle of that. Because when Coke water. pays you what they pay Ryan Newman, you drink Coke. Exactly. I drink whatever. They could be <laughs> offering me Natty Lot, and I'd still be drinking it at that situation. But. What was it? Uh, I think it was Texas last year, or another one of the hot like midsummer tracks. Um, Chase had run the Xfinity race, and uh, he got dehydrated. He had with um, Infield Care Center after the race. The dude got out of the car. He was drinking Mountain Dew. I was like, "What are you doing, man? Drink some water, you dumbass!" Like, come on. Chase drank the Mountain Dew. No, but I think I think he took a sip of the Mountain Dew because they had like they were like camera on him, but he had yep. water next to him too, and he like he was literally. He doesn't drink a lot of the Mountain Dew anyway for sponsor purposes. He just sips it. Most uh, of the time yes, when I see him drinking anything, he's got a nipple on the end of it. But well, he's a bard of Kyle Busch. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, uh, man, man, man. This All is right. never going to die, is it? So, I love you guys, though. Love you too, bro. Dehydration. We probably won't have this problem in Martinsville on, on Wednesday or probably Thursday. Because I mean, you know, apparently, apparently NASCAR 2020 is sponsored by Mother Nature. Yeah. So, all right. So let's delve into Martinsville. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, let's get into a little more detail around it. Um, midweek, midweek race, um, not a favorable draw for a lot of drivers. Ryan Blaney will start on the pole. Um, Eric Almirola will start second again. Joey Logano will again start third, which is totally not random because they did the same two positions at Atlanta. Anyways, um, so track key being. You know, track position being key, um, 
some of the better drivers at the track besides Logano. Um, where's Kozlowski start? Start like seventh, something like that. Uh, He'll be fine. That's not yeah. honestly. I feel like if you start anything above twentieth, you're fine at Martinsville. Yeah. Anything below twentieth, you're, you're struggling. Like I don't yeah. care who you are. Yeah. And pit stop position was based on Atlanta finish, right? So Harvick will get the um, number one pit stop, I would assume. Which is um, important. Which is also important. Yeah, again, starting in the top 20 is important and, and or finishing in the top 20 in Atlanta was extremely important because pistol position at Martinsville is, is very critical. Um, used to be a lot more critical because there used to be the pits on the back stretch as well. Um, now it's all in the front stretch, but still um, having to, uh, yeah, pit and then hornet's nest in the middle of the track is not a, is not a, good, is not a good thing at Martinsville at all. Um, so... What are you guys' thoughts, man? What do you think with uh, with Martinsville under the lights? Um, who's who's hot right now? Who's got it? No, Bowman's got no, nothing. Don't stop. Don't, I'm putting a stake through my heart. I'm gonna fall on my sword, and I'm gonna say Kyle will in the race. I'm also gonna take him to win both stages. Oh. Drug Kyle, test that man. Drug test that man. I'm about to call you. I'm, I'm, I'm about to call the police department. And tell you guys, you need to be drug tested. I'm telling you right now, dude. Kyle Busch fan and all, baby stage two. I don't even say I, I. don't even see stage two. I mean, I see him winning the race, but I don't see stage two. Yeah, I see him dominating. That's awesome, though, Aaron. I appreciate you. It's hard. It's hard. It takes a little bit. Listen, this soul. is a step brother situation right now. We you guys become best friends? Best friends. We are now. Yeah, we we, we should become best friends. We do. So, all right. Great. So, all right. I think Kyle Busch is one more race away from his first win of the season. Um, I do not think he's going to win at Martinsville. Um, I'll save that pick for a little later because, spoiler alert, um, we'll be talking about that soon. Uh, I'm going to go with Truex. Um, he has also gotten hot. Um, he, I think he's actually better at Martinsville than Kyle Busch. Kyle's really good at Martinsville, but Kyle doesn't dominate at Martinsville. It's not a dominant track for him. It's a consistent top five, upper half of top ten track for him. I mean, Josh, you tell me, how many wins does he have at Martinsville? Not that many. Two. Two. Okay, yeah, but for him, that's not that many, um, to be honest. So I'm going to go with Truex. Um, I think Elliot's going to be in the hunt because he's really good at the track as well. Um, finished twice there, you know, second twice there now in the last two years. Um, had some really good races until he was actually leading um, last fall until he uh, tore out the transmission because, you know, apparently the Jackman and, and the communications don't work very well with that team. But um, that was bad luck. But other than that, I mean, he was he was running really well at Martinsville last last year. He finished second in the in the spring, and he and he was leading um, parts of the race in the fall. So I mean, he's he's going to be in the hunt as well. Yeah, I think I think Chase is going to be in the hunt, but I'm going to have to go pick Brad Keselowski as my pick there. I think he's uh, he's been solid. I mean, he's been kind of hot. So we'll see what happens. He's been solid, but here, so here's my argument with Brad. He's been he's been in the hunt. But where was he on Sunday? I think no he's had bad luck. No inversion. No, like, like, you know, he's been lucky. He hasn't won. A, has he won a stage this year? 
He's won some races. He's won two races, but it's all been at the end. He's they've been gifted to him. Yeah, Those races he's won were gifts. He's got a couple stage three wins. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right, I'll take that. But those races have been gifted, in my opinion. They were gifted right. to him. This might finally kicking in, but, but I he's good at Martinsville, so I respect your opinion because I respect. He won there last spring. He's got, he's got two stage wins, by the way, this year. Oh, he does. Okay, but I mean, look at it this way. Um, he he won in the spring last year. It's a very logical pick, and he's won two races this year. So you know, I, I'm not I'm not dissing I'm not dissing your pick for sure. No, I'm good. Good. So All you right. guys, it sounds so good. We'll do the old tag wager here. What did Josh Josh didn't pick? Well, I mean, or, or is it just hold a on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So so we got Kyle Busch. Yeah. Truex. Yep. Yes, right. Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go top three. Like I, I'll be honest with you. I think it goes three ways. I'll be honest with you. My first pick, himself. Dear Jesus. Somebody don't want to hear my shit. <laughs> my Divine. first pick, I'm telling you, it, it, it's the king of Virginia track. Whether it's Richmond or it's Martinsville, I'm a good Denny Hamlin, dude. Listen, I I, oh, I don't shit. like Denny's attitude. I don't like Denny. I'm going Denny. Yep. I'm going Denny. And okay. then also, listen, second place, y'all are gonna be surprised as hell because I don't like the guy, and I think he's a goat, but I don't like him. <laughs> it's going to it's going Jimmy Johnson. It's gonna be between Jimmy Johnson and Denny Hamlin. I honestly think and I hope that Denny gets his last win at Martinsville. Because if you look at the stats, Denny's been the best at Martinsville out of most tracks of his career. You talking about Jimmy or Denny? Denny or Denny or Jimmy. Denny or Jimmy. I know that sounds Yeah, Jimmy Hamlin. It's going to be Denny or Jimmy, I'm telling you. Denny Johnson, got it. Yeah, Denny Johnson. Denny Johnson. That's my pick. Denny or Denny Johnson. Yep, Jimmy Hamlin. So if Jimmy I still got it. If Denny wins it, I still got it. That's why I'm in, in fantasy. I'm gonna say Denny, Jimmy, Denny, Jimmy. You said three drivers, though. Who's your third? My third, Truex. Okay. And hey, I, so Kyle's we're talking about the, listen. Kyle's gonna be in the top five. I yeah, think of course, gonna, absolutely. I think I, he's really strong there. The only way he doesn't finish in the top five at Martinsville is if something happens mechanically or pit crew wise. If they have a late pit stop, Kyle's not and not nothing knocking his pit crew, but dude, Kyle's been really shitty on pit crew or uh, pit pit exit. And it you well, guys, speed I mean, like, penalty listen, at damn Atlanta. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And listen, I'm I'm the biggest Kyle fan, but I'll tell you right now, this whole not practicing bullshit is killing him. He cannot he cannot get the speed down. It's I I don't want to be exact. But I'm pretty sure every race that we've had since he came back, he has had a freaking pit road exit penalty. Am I wrong? If not all of them, at least, at least not only one. It's been and it's been one, and I think it's Atlanta, not just been know. in Cup, and it's not just been in Cup. No, you're right. It's been across the board. And listen, and and the, and listen, he's God. I'm not saying he's the greatest of all time, but I'm saying he's one of the best. 
and for that to happen, that shows how much practice and qualifying means to these teams. No, you know, it just goes to show how he can't be consistent because he should know that, that oh. it doesn't change. <laughs> I just want to light his fire, man. I'm sorry, Josh. I just want to light his fire. This ain't some of these dudes that are part of, uh, I was like an exorcism. Underdog Sports NASCAR edition. I, I don't get upset. I, I just, I just, I feel the flame and I feel it flying up in my chest. And I just, listen, I calm down. Cool. Hey, here's some, here's some quick stats for you guys. Bro. Guess who has the most stage points or stage wins this season? Alex Bowman. No. The Dirty oh. Nine, Chase Elliott. That's what I'm Followed, followed by Alex Bowman. So Team Hendricks figured it out. Just saying. Yeah. Yep. I will have to say this is something so I wanted hard. to bring up earlier. So going into picking Martinsville, this is the hardest. Uh, I was looking at fantasy this week, and not claiming to be a fantasy genius or not claiming to be a fantasy like God, but I always try to pick the strongest teams, dude. It uh, it goes and. It goes, it goes three ways. It's always Penske, SHR, or Toyota. Joe Gibbs. Well, well, speaking but of listen, our fantasy I'm league, with you, last two or three years, that's the strong, that's the strong points. It's not even those three teams now, and it's not even four teams. Then when you look at fantasy now, it's equaled out. It's not even fantasy, man. I mean, Chevy has really jumped the gun. And they this year, I, I'm surprised, man. I, I 100%. I'm Toyota all the way. I really think to, uh, Chevy has came a long way from last year. Yeah. That new front end, they they complained. They figured it out. All these drivers complained last year, man. Even Chase. I mean, I know he won a couple races. Bowman won a couple races. Jimmy went winless. Obviously, Byron probably needs to be replaced. Whatever your opinion is, I'm just saying. I'm be. just saying, but I'm I'm so surprised, man. It's a four way race right now, man. Toy, I mean, everybody's even. You don't know one race from another. I wouldn't be surprised if freaking Ford come out and won Martinsville. Ford and just won. Just, win Ford just race. won. I know yeah. that they don't usually dominate at Martinsville. Clint Boyer won a couple years ago, and I was there, man. It was a, it was kind of give. It was kind of a give me. Like it was a lot of people went out, and it was. I mean, it was a different race, but I'll be honest with you: Chevy and Toyota have have showed their their they've staked their claim at, at Martinsville over the last five to ten years. That's their track. Jimmy Johnson, man, I'm the biggest Jimmy Johnson. But here's a stat for you, though. I'm not oh, saying hey. hater. I just I, I I argue a lot of times about his his credibility. This is the race that I want him to win. I really do. I seven times. He is a seven time Ooh. champion. Jimmy Johnson deserves. I'll be honest with you. If my opinion was was pushed across NASCAR, every freaking track that NASCAR has would have a fucking grandstand that had Jimmy Johnson's name in it. He's a seven time champion in the same right as Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty. And a lot of people hear me. I mean, like, I talk a lot of shit about Jimmy Johnson. I do, but I'm telling you right now. That that man deserves every bit of credit that he gets. Jimmy Johnson, Dale Earnhardt, Jim, uh, Richard Petty. There needs to be a grandstand in every track named after Jimmy Johnson. And I respect Atlanta Motor Speedway right now 
for doing that. Giving him that credit. Right. We didn't talk about that, but listen, Atlanta Motor Speedway, get hats off right here. And everybody should follow suit with that, man. There's a lot of drivers. There's the Alan Kawiki section at freaking Bristol Motor Speedway. No no disrespect to Alan Kawiki. One championship. One. Well, before he left, he died. I get it. I I get it. I get it. Jimmy Johnson is a seven-time champion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, So, I'm going to counter your arguments around Ford not um, dominating at Martinsville. Previous five winners, Toyota, Ford, 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 Toyota, and then I'm going to throw in the sixth, Ford. Chevy has not won since... 2016. 20 spring of 16. Damn. You want to take a wild guess? Jimmy Johnson. Sure shit. That's right. I was there. I was 2016. there. My yeah. argument is, though. He's great there. Chevy, He's got like five or six wins there. Chevy might not have won at that race. But They've been I, tough I, there. I promise you. They right. ran up oh, front yeah. and dominated. I don't, Martinsville, man, it's a weird track. And I, I'm, you guys, I don't, have any of you guys been to Martinsville? Nope. Want to go there so bad. On my list. I'm telling you, I've I've not missed, I've missed one. I've missed one Martinsville race, and, and it bothers the shit out of me that I'm not getting this spring race in. But one Martinsville race that I've missed in all the series. I'm talking like fall, spring, and it was the freaking chase, the race where Joey took out Chase. And listen, Dang. I was Dang. watching it here at the house, and it bothered the shit out of me. My wife was so aggravated because dude, I was cussing. I was excited. I was like, damn, that that's the race we should have been at. I had milk, uh, National Guard duty that weekend, so I couldn't be there. That's the only reason we didn't go. I made it home just in time for, like, the last 20 laps. But that was the most exciting 20 laps we've had. And it yeah. pissed me off so bad. It's a really good end of that race. I was, was. dude, I – well, imagine this. As first, a Chase uh, fan, as a Chase fan, no wins. On the way to a victory, man. Dude, I 100%. was just fucking – Beside myself. Lit up, uh, like, before it even happened. I was so nervous. I, I I hadn't seen a driver that my favorite driver win a race since 2005 or something like that because I was a Bill Elliott fan. Dude, I'm like, come on, man, just win this fucking race. And Dude, then he bumped up. I'm like, I'm I lost my shit. I was gone. <laughs> I was so out of my head. I was so pissed. I wanted him to win that race, man. I really did. Like, I, I know I talk a lot of trash to you guys about Chase. I wanted him to win that race. I swear to God I did. I wanted that to be his first win. Yeah. Just to get the it monkey off so his back, much you know. Freaking talent. Yeah. Martinsville being there, like you guys, we've got to hit a Martinsville race up, all four of us together. And it's kind of, it's kind of in between. They're not, they're not ready for that. Nah, we we're ready for that. But I'm telling you, I'm meant, I don't man, think it's I, every I lap. I love Bristol. I'm 30 minutes from. I'm looking at you, John. I'm looking down at you. <laughs> I'm not ready I, for that. I am so ready for that. So no, ready. I don't know. I meant, I meant the local police aren't ready for that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, they. I was like, me and Eric, like, what? Like, yeah, I'm getting there. We could, I we could Facebook Bristol, live man. it from there. That'd be great. God, I'm talking too much, guys. I know, but listen, oh. breathe, bro, breathe. It's all good. You're here too. Um, I love Bristol because I'm so close to Bristol, and it's a great track, man. But the first time I went to Martinsville, probably five or six years ago, with my father, I've never seen 
so much short that that brought back so much memories to short track racing where people that had no name that were trying to make their freaking name dude it was every lap you had bumping you had people just passing and they were knocking people out of the lane man i've seen matt kenzie get his ass turned around several times i've seen chase elliott get bumped for a freaking finish like that you think back to joe logano and uh was it joe logano and truex uh the year that joe logano won the race and knocked his ass into the championship round. My son, man, he's the biggest Joey Logano fan. And listen, Kid. Lynn, I'm sorry. I talked bad about Chase Elliott when my son chose to be a Joey Logano fan. It was two races before. It was two races before Fontana. Did you, did you offer him? When that really shit second? happened, we were at Daytona, and he said, I want to be a Joey Logano fan. And I was like, son, that's awesome. You stick with him the rest of your life. I want you to. I want you to buy. I, I literally. I'm not kidding you guys. I spent three hundred or four hundred dollars on like shirts, hats, sweatshirts, koozies, whatever he wanted. I bought it at Daytona. Three weeks later, Joey decides to be a peckerhead and wreck Kyle Busch going for that win. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god! I was like, Grayson, get in. Here. We're we're done. We're going. We're going at it, son. Watch this replay. Your driver's a retard. Yeah, you're gonna be- but I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> what did I just drink? Oh my did he God, just drop the hard did. R, man. Oh, okay. yeah, oh, oh, why did I? No, I took a drink. I apologize. I apologize. Please, oh. I apologize for that word. No, no. I apologize for that word. I just spit beer on my nose. That hurt. Oh, Listen, man. Uh, I was breathe. so upset, though. Listen, I was so upset. Your driver sucks. Not, not hard R. I was so upset. So we went to Martinsville two years later. And I'll be honest with you, dude. I've I've even I've even talked to Joey Logano after this in a meet and greet with my, my boy. Seeing his eyes light up when when he took that checker flag at Martinsville, knowing he was going to the final four and he won that championship, dude, it meant the world to me. And it made me realize like you can't you can't hate any driver. I don't hate any driver. I did. I'll be honest with you. After Fontana, being a Kyle Busch fan, I was, dude, I could have, my backhand. If there was a Joe Logano freaking picture in my house, I would have. Actually, there's a picture in my house that hangs up that says, I want to say it says, in this house, we root for Kyle Busch or anybody who wrecks Joey Logano. It's exactly, it hangs in my living room, dude, above my seat. My, my, Everyone else in NASCAR has the opposite version of that picture. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I have that, I have that, I have that one. But, dude, y'all y'all haven't asked my pick. I picked Denny Hamlin. I picked second to pick John, Jimmy Johnson, third Truex. I'm going to tell you right now, Joey Logano is going to be up there running for that win. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he starts third. Because, dude, I'm, I don't know what it is at Martinsville, but he pushes, dude. I don't – it takes a special person at Martinsville. We talk about track position at Martinsville. Dude, I'm telling you, anybody that finishes out of the top – or that starts out of the top 15 to 20, I just don't see it happening. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Speaking of somebody who's going to be starting outside the top 15, possibly, due to – Austin Dillon possibly not running the race. The Dinger. 
Dang, dang. Here comes the dinger, Major. dinger might actually be running Martinsville tomorrow. Depending on if Austin Dillon has to spend some time at the hospital for a wifey. And I don't blame um, Having their baby. Well, of course, it's got to be there. Um, he's a father. He's going to be a father. Um, so, interestingly enough, Scott also happens to be the best track in a in Hellman Digger's career. Martinsville. Martinsville. So, who just won, who just won at Atlanta wait a minute. Wait a minute. in Xfinity? You know the what dinger. I hate about it, though? Hey, could I hate, I could the, the dinger could the dinger pull off the ultimate move, jump in the three car, win the race? Watch watch our watch our admin buddy Mark have a conniption fit, and then go yeah he gonna clutch his pearls and hit the deck, and uh. then and then pop pop just gives the car to Almondinger, and Mark commits Harry Carey. Would that not oh, be the you, most? Dude. Would that not be the most Tom Brady? Of NASCAR move of all fucking time. <laughs> it reminds I mean, me all of like football movies. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> there, there's there's multiple drivers who we think will replace uh, Dylan in the three. Oh, like, anybody? Pop pop's not going to happen though. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's multiple drivers that I think that should not be in Cup that Almond Digger could take their cut their car and compete for a top five all day. I hundred percent Almond Digger. People, people like think he's a road course ringer. He's not, man. He's really not. It's it. He's he's a good flat track racer too, man. Martinsville's a flat track, dude. Every time I've went to Martinsville in my fantasy picks, God, I hate that I'm revealing this to you guys, but Almondinger's always on my freaking radar when we go to flat tracks. Every time I've ever went to Martinsville, and y'all want to talk about Ricky Stenhouse? Ricky Stenhouse is shit. He's garbage. But Bristol, Ricky Stenhouse has one of the best fin- average finishes at Bristol. He also struggles at Martinsville, but when he doesn't wreck, because he's Ricky Stenhouse, he has a good finish at freaking Martinsville. Dude, he – Martinsville's a ringer, man. I, I I don't know. I, it's a weird – it's a weird combination. Well, we'll see what happens, man. I'm excited. So, Martinsville – Sunday, Homestead, Ooh. going to Florida, and guess what? There's going to be some fans there. How awesome first is that? Sport. Yeah, Five so fans. what is it, about a 1,000 fans, mostly first responders? Um, yeah, it's all. No, Talladega's 5,000. Talladega's 5,000. What I said, what I seen was Mark, or was Homestead was 5,000. I said Talladega. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so Homestead is not going to be general fans. It's just going to be first responders, um, veterans, um, you know, those in uniform. And I believe I read, too, I don't know if this is rumor, but I believe it was um, families, the drivers as well. Um, Yeah, they're doing, well, they're doing, um, they're doing something with, um, hold on. Like they're putting names on the cars, and I think those guys can get in. You see that? Oh, yeah, they've been doing that for a week. Well, I mean, but families of the drivers. Oh, maybe. I thought I read that, unless I misread it. It's confusing. Anyways, go read go read NASCAR.com. <laughs> I'll tell you what's up. I don't. I can't. But anyways, there's going to be some people there that are actually going to sit in the fans and aren't the spotters. Yeah, well, and hopefully they all stay. Well, and then you know, I saw for Talladega coming up too. They they released 
how they're doing that. And a uh, big shout out to uh, Wayne for sharing that information before we went on the air um, about how they're going to make everybody wear masks and they're going to check them all in. And, and it's it's going to be interesting to see how they do it. But it'll be nice to see fans back in the stands. Short of, you know, short of for sport. And, and, you know, hey, and shout out to Fox for bringing their Fox inside the dog care everywhere they go to turn loose. Because I'm pretty sure that's a thing they're doing now. Yeah. They used to have Digger the Groundhog in the racetrack, but now they've got the fox that runs loose in the track. I don't know. So, you know. Being homestead, though, who, who you guys got? <sighs> I go first? Yeah, I'm going to go Kyle Bush. Let yeah. me go first. Let me go first. Go ahead. Yeah, you oh, too late. All right. <laughs> My first pick would be a fantasy pick that's not there. It's going to piss a lot of people off. I think Kyle Larson would win. Oh yeah. If he, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. If he wasn't in the situation he was in right now, which is a great situation, I mean, I understand why he's not there. Dude, that dude dominates dominates that that track. Okay, so think about other drivers that run that high line besides him. Before yeah. you make your pick, I'm gonna let you guys make your pick. But if Kyle Larson was racing, he would be everybody. I know. There's no doubt he would be air picked to win that race because that track runs off that high line, especially in the dark. Once that track goes dark, dude, Kyle runs the top. How line. late? So that race starts at three? Is it starting yeah, at three? But but All listen, right. there's so many freaking that race is never ended under 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 Well, normally it's in November though. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get normally that. it's not hot like it is yeah. gonna be you know, on Sunday. That's the variables you got to think about. So, like, yes, the race is starting a little later in the afternoon than than typical, but going, that race normally. PJ one on that top line though, like crazy. Are they really? Yeah. Is that what from, it, what, okay. from what I've read, that's going to be interesting. Then, yeah, I I love Homestead because I love the variable lines. Um, I think it's a fun track. Um, even when the field gets spread out, I feel like there's a lot of battles on the on the track. Um, yeah, so. So, John, you started. I'll let you finish your pick. Yeah, I think Kyle Busch is due. Um, if he doesn't get it to Martinsville, I think he's going to grab it at Homestead. And obviously, he's done well there. He, he won the last race they had there. So, yeah. you know, as much as I hate to admit it, um, you know, he's still he's still our champion. I get it. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think – I think they've just got to figure it out. So, yeah. we'll see. You want to go, Aaron? Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with kind of a wild card pick here, and I'm gonna say Ryan Priest off of a uh, off of a weather delay win for Homestead. What? Okay, so, he's he's, he's high. Throwing it all out. Yeah. You need to be drug tested, buddy. I By the way, Ryan Priest at Homestead in iRacing wasn't that bad. And how about that fucking save he had during the race, by the way? Yep, I'm going with New Hampshire. Yeah, zone. no, you're still fucking crazy. Anyways, so Kyle Bush finished finish when he started um, in November. He comes back. He wins again at Homestead. Yeah. That's where he gets his first win of the season. Um, dude, because he, he's, a, he's a variable line driver. That's he likes to move around the track. He likes to move around the track. I think he gets his first win of the season on Sunday. All uh. right. 
Y'all got y'all shit together? Yep. Who you got there, Larson? Larson. And I'm going to go. Every single I'm going to go drink my face off because I just picked two Toyota drivers to win the races right. this week. That's cool. Yeah. Fuck Listen my here. life. Every single one of you guys. Put your hand together right, right here. Do this. I'm going Tyler freaking Reddick because wow. I'm going to with you. Old dude has run at home. Two so championships. Awesome, two championships. He, he drives that top line. I knew you were going there. I there fucking waited no, for it. I knew there's it. no other person that runs that top line like Tyler Reddick. The other person is not involved in this race, which is Kyle Larson. Tyler Reddick has surprised me every year in the Xfinity race at Homestead for the championship. With two different freaking teams, man. That's what that's what's brought my attention. Because Junior's Motorsports has a whole different setup than Richard Childress Racing. He yep. runs that high line, and it doesn't matter. I did not pick him to win the Xfinity Championships last year. I did not. I really did. But you know what? He comes out as the better driver. And I'll be honest with you, we've got a long way to go, but I truly think Tyler Reddick is going to be one of the greats to race in NASCAR Cup Series. I've seen what he's done this last couple of years in Xfinity, and then I've seen what he's done in the last couple of races in the Cup Series. I wasn't I wasn't a believer until he won that second one. That second championship really brought some attention. I see I'm, that. I, I'm going to pick a first time winner in Cup Series. I'm going to go Tyler Reddick, dude at Homestead. I swear to God, he's going to bring Richard Childress back to prominence, man. So you know what I like about your Ryan Priest and Tyler Tyler Reddick picks? Here's here's the reason why I like these, because Homestead has typically been the winner is the champion, right? This is a wild card, man. This is totally different. Different time of year, different dynamic. You don't get that half-day, half-night race thing where you have to have the veteran teams that are going to have to nail the setups to win the race. You don't have the other drivers taking the foot off the pedal a little bit because you got four drivers that are going for the championship and not really pressing that hard to go after those guys. This is a mid-season race. All balls in. Yep. Lottery. It's prime race for a first-time winner. I, I I like I like both your picks, both dark horses, and you're absolutely fucking wrong. But I like the picks. Tyler Reddick will win it at Homestead at some point in his career, though. It is a track tailor made to his skill set. Yeah, absolutely. It's just not going to be Sunday. <laughs> absolutely. Put your right on point. Right on point. Are you are you and John going to put him in your fantasy this week? I'll put Tyler Reddick in there. You just right. alerted me on something that I needed to, to think about because I am I have burned some of the top drivers in my in my fantasy. So Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm gonna have to start drivers. searching for my own high line a little bit because I'm gonna need to go for some dark horses a little bit because I got I got some drivers that are already down to five five left. Um, I, cool. didn't, I, I didn't realize that I had used so I I didn't realize you I I have used Bowman and Denny Truex Harvick. And uh, Kyle Bush as much as I have, and I, yeah. I didn't realize that. I was, trying, I was trying to use them as separate. I've used them a lot, man, and I I didn't realize until just recently. And I was like, man, I'm going to start saving some people. So I yep. started looking at Homestead stats, and I went back to Xfinity series. And even I'm I'm a Cole Custer fan, obviously, but I I, I haven't used him a whole lot this year. He's somebody that at Homestead, man, he's run that uh, that that high line a lot. 
So I want to say that he's going to – this might be a top ten run for him. But in nice. the past, man, Homestead, I, I'm excited for Wednesday more than I am Sunday because Sunday I feel like it's going to be more of a boring race. It's got, It's kind of going to be like uh, Atlanta. You're going to see some cautions, but you're not going to see a lot of passing. But what the passing you do see is going to be the dudes that are that are saying, hey, the hell with this bottom line. I'm going to run that top line. Ricky Stenhouse. He's another name, man. He likes to take the edge to the limit. I yep. see Ricky. I see Ricky running that high line some. Do I think that he'll screw up and wreck? Damn right I do. But I also see that he's gonna take it, he's gonna take a chance, man. At one point of the race, he's gonna say, You guys are running low, guess what? I'm running high. You know, we talk a lot about Ricky's in house and I I'm the biggest criticizer of Ricky. I'm telling you, dude, that, that track's made for him. Because he, he don't care. He's learned a lot from Kyle as, as well as uh, Kyle Larson speaking. God, I hate to bring Kyle Larson up, but dude, Kyle Larson, here's my opinion on Kyle Larson. If Kyle Larson ever makes it back to NASCAR and he makes it to the Final Four and the Final Four races at Homestead, he's, he's winning the championship. I don't give a shit who, who argues with me or what. Kyle Larson owns Homestead. Speaking of Kyle Larson, he's killing it. In, in the last three weeks, in sprint cars, not just well, not just World Outlaws. He has the one winning World Outlaws, and then he just had the um, the All Stars, yeah, um, All Star Champions in Oklahoma. Um, dude's already got three wins this year. That's half of his NASCAR total. Not yep. shitting you. <laughs> he has six I, wins in NASCAR. I don't know if he'll come back, man. I, really I don't think so either. Why not? Why would he? But everything that I've seen, though, I've, I've seen a lot of people on different groups share pictures of him, of them taking pictures with Tony Stewart. And then you see pictures of them with Kyle Larson. And and their trailers are always really close. I'm not saying there's any in, – in, I'm not saying that there's a possibility there. Kyle Larson made his mistake. I would never have used that word regardless of what happened. But I truly think that Kyle Larson will make his way back. Maybe not next year. Maybe the year after. Maybe the year after that. I, I truly think Tony Stewart will give him a shot. Yeah, if Kyle wants it though, Kyle might not want it. I don't know if he does, man. That's my that's my thing. Jeff Gordon, if you look at Jeff Gordon's uh, final interview after his career, Jeff Gordon kind of, I mean, he won his races, he won his championship. Jeff Gordon was an was an outlaw racer. He he wished in his own mind that he would have raced World of Outlaw. That was his that was his playground. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if Kyle Larson doesn't take the same route and just say. World Outlaws is where I belong. Yep. Right. Reg- regardless, if he don't, whatever. I respect him as a racer, though. Kyle Larson is a is a freaking phenomenon in NASCAR because, dude, nobody run the high line like he did. No. That finish at Chicago Land with him and Kyle Busch was probably the best finish I've seen growing oh, yeah. up as a, as, a, oh, yeah. as an adult. Yeah. Here's the only problem, like. Once you get a taste in NASCAR, though, like the money that's involved that drivers get versus the twenty thousand to win for like the feature race in the World of Outlaws is just—it's a ridiculous like disparity. Those guys bust their ass, and they're some fantastic drivers. Like Brad Sweet is fantastic too. I just started watching World of Outlaws recently, and man, I'm 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 a fan because those 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 guys wheel it, man. Takes a lot of skill. It's, it takes a lot of skill to sling it, man. I'm telling you, 
And not not bringing up Kyle Larson's uh, incident while he was high racing, but this, the whole situation the world's going through right now, it, it's brought him to a point where it's it's hard to come back from. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it is. Uh, do I think there's a path that he can bring himself back? I do. Because, you know, through this whole thing, the drivers still respect him. Even Bubba Wallace, I mean, of all people, they still think he has a path to bring himself back. He made a mistake. He did. But I still think Kyle Larson can bring himself back, whether it's next next year or it's a year afterwards or if, if it's five years from now. I think Kyle Larson can bring himself back. I do. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. How are we looking on site news? Well, we can, well, let's cover the fantasy real quick. Uh, Josh is no longer leading fantasy, so there's Dang. that. Why y'all? Why well, uh, we gotta bring it up? All year I've been leading, dude. Well, not anymore, but all year we've been telling you you've been leading. <laughs> all year I've I've regretted having to do this because I had to say Josh is winning. Um, Josh is still in top three though. He's he's running third right now. Our buddy Patrick Perkins, Crest two two, is running uh running first. Uh, old Mark, y'all might remember him from the from the podcast from back. He's in fourth, catching up the old General Custard. Uh, Jeremy's on last week. He's in fifth. You got my buddy Greg up there in sixth. Uh, I'm pushing tenth right now, and Aaron, uh, well, third. Yeah, he's eighteenth. So I wasn't you know, third. I've had a bad couple weeks. Picking Bowman every freaking week. Well, because he thought we were doing iRacing fantasy, he got confused. I pick like I pick football, man. I got to stop picking Cleveland Browns and start picking. You're a Browns my- fan, Aaron. We don't, we don't, we don't negotiate with the terrorists. Yeah, my- my first time I played penny football, I had Derek Anderson at my starting quarterback, man. I did not do well. I did not do well at all. Oh, man. You're a Browns fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's what else, you son? Yep. Oh, so, he's short, so he's short, frumpy, and he's a Browns fan. So he fits in the doghouse. He fits in the doghouse. Well, you know, he, he tried to hang himself, but he tied the rope to the bottom of the table. So I don't know if he figured it out yet. Yep. Hey, hey, for real though, talking about that NASCAR though, man, my hat's off. That would for them to be the first sport that comes back. I know, I know they have the environment that is best suited for bringing people back to the stadium. But dude, you got you got NBA. They're finished their season. They're not gonna have any fans. Major League Baseball. Guess what? They're not, they're not gonna probably have any fans. I don't. I don't see it. They're done. They're, yeah. they're done. Football, I would honestly say that it would be October or December before they have fans in the stands. NASCAR, though, is going to have fans in the stands at the end of this month. Yep. And and, and that's the only sport, man. I mean, I, it, it, it's just the way it is. It's a different breed. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, uh, you know, NASCAR, unlike other sports, it doesn't really need their fans to race. But we, it's it's good for them to have fans in the stands because it adds that thrill of when they get out of the car. Um, I, I just want to touch on something real quick. Um, Kevin Harvick's victory celebration at uh, at Atlanta. You know, he he did the Alan Kowicki pace uh, Polish victory lap, and he also gave the three shout out to Dale, which uh, you know raised hell and praise Dale. Um, that was that was that was kind of touching, and I think a lot of people misunderstood what he was doing. Um, he was just, you know, he was giving his credit to Dale, and Dale always ran well in Atlanta, and it was nice to see. So uh, I just wanted to touch on that real quick and uh, well, get you guys' thoughts on it. If it wasn't for Dale, Kevin Harvick wouldn't be where he's at right now. 
Well, that's true. I, I yeah. And for that, if there's one significant win in my my lifetime, that Kevin Harvick win in Atlanta after two races after Dale died, man, that was that was probably the yeah. I mean, he he moment. brought that twenty nine car three twenty nine car out, and he said, okay, we're gonna do knew, this. Nobody knew who Kevin Harvick was. Right. Yeah, even me, man. I have an uncle that works for Edgewood Childers, and dude, growing up, everybody when that happened. Oh, he, he ain't gonna win. Guess what happened? Kevin Hart well, showed career, his Daytona though. Career defining moment. Exactly. And and honestly, dude, him winning Atlanta last week, fifty first win. That was his first win, and then that was his fifty first win. That that's cool, man. I, I truly think Harvick Harvick's a generational talent. Yeah. Whether you want to agree with it or not, he's won one one championship. But I swear to God, he's been so close so many times, man. Yeah. Harvick, Harvick's always that one guy that when you go to pick race winners, you're like, do I pick Harvick or do I pick this other guy? It don't matter what track you're at. Yeah. yeah. Right. So a little site news. Um, 14,700 fans yeah. right now on the page. Uh, closing in on 15,000. That's going to be awesome. That's a big milestone for us. Um, we're excited, as always. Thank you, fans, for, for all your support. Um, I've noticed a lot of su extra support this week. Um, lifted up. You guys have really been paying attention to our work, so we, we appreciate that. Um, so thank you again. And I think we're over 8,000 for uh, NASCAR Fans United on the, on the group. So um, great there, man. Keep it up, fans. Um, keep it up. Post stuff there too, man, because I mean that encourages us. Like when we see fan stuff on NASCAR Fans United, it it's, it always is um, encouraging to see um, what others are thinking and you know the discussion that goes on there. Absolutely. Hey, hey and for those of you tuning into us on Spotify, man, we really appreciate it. Um, yes. Please feel thanks for uh, thanks for streaming us uh, in your cars on your way to work or while you're working out or while you're pooping, whatever you're into. We we appreciate listening to us, and we're just glad to be the voices you hear in your head. So thank you. Uh, I personally stream the podcast myself in my car um, on the way to work. Um, so we are available. We are available on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google, um, Google Podcasts, um, all Wait, the platforms. Can, can we get picked up for iTunes? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 What? Well, that's John. That's good. We still need to be accepted, but um, it'll 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 go in. Um, so we got Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes podcast so um Man, we're we're getting there thank you fans yeah i uh, appreciate it um we're going we're going hot um and it i can't tell you enough how easy it is to listen to the podcast anywhere you go um take us with you man we want to go with you i t i take the podcast because i have to listen to it because i want to you know i want to hear how we did and, and you know take notes on 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 what we could do better and i do it in the car because it's easy super easy i was down at the beach last week i was podcasted away in my car on the way to lunch to get some lunch for the kids so um, hey, and, it, and as always if you guys got any topics or suggestions please feel free to drop them in the comments so we know what we need to work on or where we're at we appreciate that are we still washing our hands that little thing i know it's been a lot yeah. of damn hands. neighbors yeah. no I just randomly, randomly use some uh hand sanitizer now that's 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 my rule <laughs> All right, guys. We love y'all. Thank you for everything. We'll, we'll, we'll see you next time. Peace.